Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to talk about several things in the world of Bible prophecy that are going on today. First of all, let me give you an email I got yesterday from one of our good supporters. And his name is Bill, but that's all I'll say. So he says, Stan and Leslie, this is Bill. I'm in Wyoming today. My friends are cattle ranchers. He says, I was told today about a guy who cuts up all kinds of game. I have him cut up my elk every year. About a year ago, he decided to apply for a license to sell meat out of his shop to the public. His application was held up for over a year. All of a sudden, he says he gets a call yesterday from the Wyoming governor and Dakota and Dakota governor. Let me say it again. From the Wyoming governor and the Dakota governor. He is now approved on the spot and they are shipping him. Listen to this. 60 hogs to cut up. <laughs> this is a guy that cuts up small game. Now he's cutting up 60 hogs. He goes on to say, he calls my buddy asking if he can send some cattle over to him. They need the meat. He says, this is cattle country where there is a cow around every tree. He says, yet they, meaning the deep state, want to get rid of cattle. And by closing the plants because of coronavirus, the ranchers may need to destroy some herds. He says, this is crazy, I know. Stan, just a thought. This is a data point confirmation from what you have already been talking about. God bless, Bill. Now, brothers and sisters, <laughs> see, we, we prophecy students, we have an edge. We have an advantage because we know where the world is heading. So we can see ahead. We know those things to pay attention to, and we know those things to leave on the shelf. As I said, it's a real good time to go buy meat. I just told you the other day that I went out and I think I spent like $600. Of course, most of it was, it wasn't all meat, but it was probably mostly meat putting up in the freezer because we, we don't eat a whole lot of meat. But I discovered after doing that three-week Daniel fast where you don't eat any flesh at all that my body does need a little bit of meat from time to time. So there you go. That's another warning on that. Okay, so. Let's talk about what's going on, and let's talk about this last, and I don't do every one of these, but this is the last one, dated April 27th from BenjaminFulford.net. Headline, Babylon has fallen as rent and debt payments stop while debt slaves are freed. What? What's he talking about? Okay, well, we know that Babylon is talking about Revelation 18 and Isaiah 13, 21, 47, Jeremiah 50 and 51. But where it's talking about there, it's specifically talking about America. But in, when he's saying Babylon has fallen, he's not talking about America that you and I know about. He's talking about the deep state. Babylon has fallen as rent and debt payments stop. In other words, to the deep state, to the international bankers, to the people that actually have their name on the line that own the all-capital United States of America corporation. These are the guys that are in trouble. Why? Because they're setting up a whole new world government. We know that. Daniel 7.21, Revelation 13.1. Okay, we know that we're coming to world government. Again, prophecy students have an advantage. So we know we're coming to world government. We also know from what Terry Bennett was told that we're coming to a new government within America, a new government, a new financial system, a new dollar. All of that he was told to us by him. Now, with that understanding... Understanding that it's not saying that America is going away, well, it eventually will when the Russians attack, but that's not what it's talking about now. So let's go on with the article. He says, the fall of Babylonian debt slavery in the United States is fully underway. 
Now, the way we should take that is that the old order is rapidly leaving. The international bankers, the deep state, the Gazarian mafia, the people that worship Baal and Moloch and do child sacrifices and sex trafficking and sex with children, all of that filth, 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 filth that I couldn't even say on the radio program the other day. That's what he's talking about. He's saying that Trump is about to do a mass arrest. Matter of fact, some sources are saying that it's already completed, but let's go on. A critical mass of about 30% of Americans are not paying auto loans, student loans, rent, mortgages, corporate loans. Well, we know that. This makes it a mathematical certainty that the Babylonian debt slavery system is insolvent and collapsing. Okay, We like that. We want that. We want this new system to come in. And unfortunately, it'll eventually turn to a new world order. The fact that the U.S. Treasury has started handing out money not debt certificates, directly to the people is another sign the regime of debt slavery is ending. Again, the old system based upon the Federal Reserve and the SWIFT system, all of that's going bye-bye. That's what he says, and also finalwakeupcall.info. There's also been a massive takedown of pedophiles. Well, boy, oh boy, I have heard this. I probably received four or five, maybe even six different emails sending me to various YouTube sites and is talking about how <laughs> so many people that, that that aren't even in the ministry, they're not even in the news media. It's just like one guy was just turned on his cell phone and he just recorded. He said, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in with a lot of these Hollywood types. He rang off a bunch of names that everybody knows. And he said, and a lot of them have been arrested. Now that was eh, 10 days ago, 14 days ago. So I get a lot of confirmations from a lot of sources, not just him. A lot of these arrests have secretly been happening. Some people say they're already concluded. Let's go on. Skipping several paragraphs. However, once the waste has been removed from the system, a boom such as never has been seen before is sure to follow. Here is what a senior MI6 source had to say about the situation. The new financial system has been decoupled from all covert control. In other words, the bad guys have been removed. This means the attempt to use bioweapons, I hope you heard that, bioweapons to hack the system has been shut down. The COVID-19 business, which, by the way, has in parentheses here, I'll say this slowly, COVID, C-O-V-I-D-19, stands for, he says, Certificate of Vaccination ID 19. I'll say it again. COVID-19, he's saying, stands for Certificate of Vaccination ID 19, was part of a larger global plan that in essence is good, but some stakeholders went too far in their zeal. And he goes on to mention them. Holding the world at ransom at the end of a tainted needle is not going to work. Now, I say all that to get to these next two paragraphs. The Satanists, for their part, have not yet surrendered completely and, oh, listen to this, are threatening another wave of electromagnetic attacks. What's that? Electromagnetic attacks. Below are some of their threats as conveyed by a source who is now under police questioning, saying, quote, We are living in end times for sure. I've told you before that there will be an event that will be known globally. Between May 3 and 13, 
This is the third electromagnetic wave coming into Mother Gaia. <laughs> New Age stuff for Earth. I told you a few weeks ago that there will be a total of seven electromagnetic waves, and it may take up to 18 months. When this is over, we will be in the 5G New World. What's he saying? I believe he may be referring to the suitcase nukes that this ministry has been talking about. Well, we first heard about them what, back in, I'd have to look it up, 1997 or 8, somewhere in there, back when Stanislav Lunev came and told us that he was part of bringing anywhere from 20 to 50 suitcase nukes into America. He's actually out looking for places to hide them. But let me read one, one of those sentences again. He says, that they are threatening another wave of electromagnetic attacks. Below are some of the threats as conveyed by a source who is now under police questioning. Quote, we are living in end times for sure. I've told you before that there will be an event. Here comes, here comes, listen. Will be an event that will be known globally between May 3 and 13. It's the reason, brothers and sisters, we got to be praying. We got to be praying for Trump. We got to be praying for this nation. Specifically, we have to be praying that these suitcase nukes will not be set off. And I believe that our prayers, especially our fasted prayers, are more powerful than their plans. See, a lot of times these prophecies are not given so that somebody can say, see, I told you I was hearing from God. <laughs> a lot of times they're given because God doesn't want this to come to pass. But he's saying, if you don't pray, if you don't stand in the gap, if you don't pray and fast on a regular basis, this is what is coming. But most all of the bad stuff could be averted because the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Meaning if we don't sin, and specifically if we pray away a lot of the things that God would set to do to us because of our sin, we can get by with a lot of it, or at least delay it or soften it. Okay, now let me explain what I did. I made about a 40-minute video, this video, and it is talking about Revelation 12. Now, you may be saying, well, what's so special about Revelation 12? Actually, there's a lot of very important things in Revelation 12 that directly relate to this last day's generation of ours. So anyway, I put it into a video, and the entire video is up on YouTube, but for the radio audience, they weren't going to be able to listen to about the last 20 minutes so I guess they just weren't going to be able to listen to the last 20 minutes. However, as I look at the time, I think I'll be able to bring in that last 20 minutes. So you folks in Radio Land got to listen to about the first uh, 25 minutes of it, but you missed the last 20 minutes. So I'm going to play the second half of it starting right now. The dragon was wroth with, with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, the people of state in Jerusalem, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So these are the people, yeah, mm -hmm. they keep the commandments of God. They have testimony of Jesus Christ, but they didn't do what Jesus told them in Matthew 24. So they're the remnant. They're not the overcomers. Overcomers are the ones that left. Overcomers overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives out of the death. Okay, so this is the uh, story of the dragon casting water out of his mouth, and there's the picture. So back in, this would have been about 1993 or four, someplace in there, we actually took about, uh, I think, nine different groups to Israel, and we showed them where we want to be drilling for oil in Israel. 
and we showed them all these magnificent, wonderful things about archaeology in Israel. This is our archaeology tour. But I show you this because I want you to look at the right and the left. This is what it looks like walking down some of the ravines. Now, in the, the background there, you see that this ravine is kind of ending. Well, it's ending because just around the corner is the Dead Sea. But most of those ravines down there are just like that. They're like 100, 150 foot high, and it's almost straight up on either side. Here's another picture. Now, the, the yellow arrow here is pointing down to where oil is oozing out of the side of the ravine. But I want you to look at the ravine. I want you to look and, and ask yourself, so if there's a big flood coming down that ravine, and there's thousands of people in that ravine, are they going to be able to get out of that? Are they going to be able to climb that wall real fast because it's being flooded? The answer is no. He'll have them unless the earth opens up and helps the woman and opens up her mouth and swallows up the, the flood. Now, you're going to have to look at this here. So let me let me kind of point this out. Here's with my mouse pointer if you're watching the video. Here's Israel. So when the people leave Jerusalem, which is right in this area, they will move down to, and I believe right down in here is probably going to be the area for the land of unwalled villages. I'll get to that in a second. So they'll leave this area, and they'll also leave Jerusalem, and they'll head south down to what is the real Mount Sinai down in here. Ezekiel 38.11 talks about the unwalled villages. The land of unwalled villages to them that are at rest, that dwell safely. All of them dwelling without walls, having neither bars nor gates. The desolate places that are now inhabited upon the people that are gathered out of many nations, which have gotten cattle and goods, and dwell in the midst of the land. I used to think that that was talking about America. That's not. Actually, that's talking about most of the Gentiles around the earth is going to be returning to Israel. Because if you look at where it says having cattle and goods, well, if you go to Israel, uh, you don't find much in the way of cattle. I mean, their steaks are thin as bacon. Uh, they don't have much in the way of cattle or goods. I believe this is the Gentiles after World War III, the war-torn war nations that begin to move to Israel. That's one of the things I want to do when we hit oil in Israel. I want to, to go to Israel and say, I want you to give me a large plot of land and let me start bringing back Gentiles and Jews from around the world. We want to build the land of unwalled villages, a place for them to flee. I want you I want to be able to say to Israel, we'll work out some kind of deal on the oil if you'll give me a way to bring back Christians and Jews from around the world to build the land of unwalled villages. Now, as a confirmation, and Maurice Scalar had no idea that that was one of my goals. As a matter of fact, probably most of you listening, first time you heard it too. So 520 of 2018, we had taken Maurice Scalar and his wife Deborah out to eat. We're said they're eating. All of a sudden, he starts giving me a prophecy. I whip out my cell phone. I record it. This is what he said. Stan, I see you over there talking about Israel. This is only part of it. But you're actually outside. You're more towards like uh, east of Jordan, down, down towards. It's like Saudi Arabia, near, uh, near there. And, and there's oil there. And you're going to be helping the 144,000. Well, duh. I'm the guy that's exposed the fact that Jesus returned two more times, and one of the times is to uh, 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 to the Mount Zion, Revelation fourteen one, and you're going to be helping the communication and the provision. That's the land of unwalled villages and a place for the woman to flee, and you're going to be a financer. The prophecy club is going to be vital, and even the Israeli army is going to listen to you. You are strategically placed. 
The Lord is going to use you in the darkest hour, the very darkest hour in all of history. You're going to be used mightily. You're called geographically to this particular place. I can show you on a map. I see it in my head. It's south and east of the present-day Israel. To the east of the Dead Sea, south and east, I see a circle. It has to do with oil. It has to do with spiritual intelligence. Well, this is where I think it's talking about. Now, if you look at this particular picture, I did not take this picture, but I have taken other pictures like this of this place as I have been to this. This is actually Petra. You're actually looking at one of the temples there. Now, what Petra is, it's actually a sandstone area. Just, just it's, an, it's an ancient mud flow that hardened, and then through the years, the water would flow down there, and through the thousands of years, it made a cut in the sandstone. Well, sandstone is pretty good. I mean, it's, it's, you, you can whittle on it a lot easier than, say, like marble or something, or rock, and it makes a pretty good way to make a house into it, and that's what they've done. If you look down these pictures here, and I've actually been down this ravine, and that's the way it looks, this is the water through thousands of years flowing down through the ravine. Now, in my opinion, I think that this is probably where God is going to have me to build the land of unwalled villages. All down through there, there are several million people that could live down in this big ravine, but it is, that's exactly it. It's a ravine. Water flows down it. And if the devil were to cause a big flood, he could cause a lot of people to be carried away of the flood, be drowned, just like the prophet of the scripture says. So anyway, down through here, they can cut holes in this, and they have. There's a time when thousands of people lived down in here. They, this is ancient ruins. But even today, you could actually look. This is inside of them. If you're looking at some of the pictures, this is actually inside of some of the places. So I'll ask you, could you live inside that? I think you could. This one, you can see that's huge. And it's all cut into sandstone. And there's several miles of this. It's an all-day affair to walk down this, and that's on donkey back. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's big. It's huge. And there's a lot of places where, I mean, if people had to live in an emergency, pretty good place right there. Pretty good place. Now, let's talk about where the woman would flee. My opinion... Let me back up to a map here. Okay, here we go. My opinion. So this is Israel. This is southwest end of the Dead Sea, one of the places we want to drill for oil. And then Petra, I was just showing you that. Petra is located over here. However, the place where the woman will flee is probably down to the real Mount Sinai, where she's going to have another experience with God, which is way down here in Saudi Arabia, northern Saudi Arabia. So, if they see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet up here in Jerusalem, some of them are already living down here in the land of unwalled villages that Stan and others that God will send down here will build here or someplace. They will all flee from Jerusalem. They'll flee past the land of unwalled villages, and they will go down and they will live in this area. Now, the interesting part of that is what has happened. Look at this picture. Okay, here it is. It's called Neom, spelling E. <laughs> Try it again. N E O M. N E O M. Neom. Welcome to Neom. It is actually the world's most ambitious project, the website says. An entire new land, purpose built for a new way of living. And they want to build a whole new community. This is down 
what, what we would call Mount Sinai, all in the Mount Sinai area around where Moses got the Ten Commandments and all of that sort of stuff, stuff took place. And this is Saudi Arabia, and also there are several other nations that are in the process of spending billions, billions of dollars, guess what, for a place prepared of God for them to flee to. They don't even know it, but they're preparing it for Israel to flee down here. You see, Israel is going to emerge World War III, the great victor, going to get back all of the land, and that'll probably include Saudi Arabia. Here is where the development will last. Now, if you see this way over here, this is Sukkot. This is where Moses and the children of Israel left. They went down here, and then they crossed here at the Dead Sea. Right here is where they came out. Down here is Mount Sinai, and this is Neom. And they're going to basically build a whole big, nice, wonderful billion-dollar city all around Mount Sinai. My opinion is probably a place for the woman to flee. So let me put this into uh, to perspective here. Here's Jerusalem. This is Petra, probably the land of unwalled villages. And then down here is the real Mount Sinai or Neom or a place for the woman to flee. See, there's two things. There's people begin to living into the land of unwalled villages. And then the Russians come down to attack at the, the, the Unwall Village, Ezekiel 38 and 39. And then so they flee from there, and they flee down to where the woman will flee, which is what we call Neom today. Here's a better map. You can see they leave Jerusalem, they flee down to the Unwall Villages, and then back down to Mount Sinai. Pretty cool. And this is another close-up of Petra. This is a different kind of a map showing you the same thing. I've got several maps. Also, the square area there in the green is probably, according to the Bible, according to my understanding of it, probably about where the New Jerusalem will set down. In other words, that golden city, clear as crystal or transparent as glass, will set down. About 250 miles square is what it's going to be. That's huge. 250 miles high, that's, that's really, really big. Okay, so let me wrap it up with this. Leslie has a special for Mother's Day, where she's offering two, three books, two anointing oils, and her perfume. The first one is Crown of Glory book. She shows you how to have victory. She explains how to receive the crowns and what God expects in our walk with the Lord. It explains the crowns and how to receive them. Then she has her Crown of Glory oil. This is more for anointing for spiritual warfare, anointing yourself, praying for people, praying for six people, anointing your house. So it's spiritual warfare oil. And then more than a ruby book is the book that helps men and women to understand each other. Men love it because they see the female perspective and women see the men's perspective. They find God's plan for men and it's saved marriages. Along with that comes her new virtuous perfume. And she, I have to say, I love this perfume. I think it's my favorite perfume I've ever smelled in my life. And God had to give her the ingredients to put this thing together. In case you didn't know that, we actually went to a place we actually made perfume, and this was her perfume, and it it really smells good. And there is no other perfume on earth like this. She, she actually made this perfume. Very, very good. Then her first book called Perfect Touch. And in this book, it's talking about how to recognize that God is speaking to us Every day. So the offer is this three books, two anointing oils, and one perfume, value $135, gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. 
three books, two anointing oils, and virtuous perfume. $135 value, gift of $100. And you might consider getting a rose to give to your wife or your daughter or your mom or something like that uh, for Mother's Day. If, By the way, if you order by May 1st, we think we can get it to you in the latter, lower 48 states by Mother's Day. Uh, that is, assuming the, the virus situation cooperates. Also, I want to encourage you to get my book, Miss the Mark. I believe that this is going to be one of the most important books, I don't know, what of our life. I'll say it that way, because I like to ask two questions. What would you do if you had to tell someone the most important information on the earth, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? Hopefully you'd tell them. Okay, so what's the most important information? Well, the most important thing to do, obviously, is to accept Jesus. But the most important thing not to do is don't take the mark of the beast. Because those people that take the mark of the beast do not get soul death. They're tossed into the lake of fire, burneth with fire and brimstone, and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up, and they have no rest, day or night, who worship the beast or his image or whosoever receive the mark of his name. In other words, they're tossed into the lake of fire. They do not get exit. There's no hope of escape with the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer all eternity. All of those people that take the mark of the beast. And brothers and sisters, I believe that most of the people alive today will have the opportunity to either deny Jesus and take the mark or be killed, one or the other. This book is designed to tell them in a nice sort of way how they do not want to take the mark of the beast. Whatever happens, they do not want to take that mark of the beast. And I suggest you get it for them. Now, one for 20, but don't do that. We want to, we offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, 10 or one set of 10 for 30, two sets for 45, four sets for 70 at prophecyclub.com. My other book, The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, essentially here's what happened. I began memorizing the book of Revelation, just going to be a project. Matter of fact, I didn't even think I'd really be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to do it, except God helped me. So what happens, I started memorizing the book of Revelation, and I started getting revelations. I mean, information that I'd never known about Bible prophecy before, and I don't think it's because I'm special. Matter of fact, I don't think it came to me up because I memorized the book of Revelation. I think it came to me because you are about to be a tribulation saint. Because all of this tribulation stuff, all this end times, they really are upon us. And he's giving it to you because he wants you to be an end time soul winner. He wants you to be able to give an answer to people about what's going on. So anyway, he showed me in a vision that there is a secret door that links the feasts to the prophecy of Revelation. See, because the book of Revelation is not written in chronological order. It's all out of place. It jumps and skips and hops. Well, what this does... By knowing the secret door, you can, for the first time, put the events and the prophecies of Revelation in correct chronological order. This goes here. This goes here. This is next. Because I can't tell you how many people get it all mixed up. I mean, like, for example, where is the marriage supper of the Lamb? When does that take place? And you folks that believe in a pre-trib rapture, where does that fit in? Uh, is there such a thing as the marriage supper of the Lamb? And what about... Uh, the beast. I mean, when's the, the middle of the tribulation? All of that is all put in place in two charts in the back of the book to help you to understand, which, by the way, there is no pre-trib. There is no mid-trib. There is no pre-wrath rapture. No one is going to go anywhere. And Leslie's trying to talk me into writing a book on that, and so uh, maybe I'll get around to that too. Anyway, one prophecy said, there is a lock 
that I put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Now, again, don't buy one, but one is $20, five for 30. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five, five for 30, 10 for 55. Get a whole case for your church, 60 for $250. Now, I don't know how many we've sold. It's getting up pretty close to 20,000, these books now. And that's pretty good for just our little ministry. I've not received an email where somebody said, man, you're cracked. You got a headache. You got a hole in your head, boy. It's so far off. I haven't, please don't, I thank you. I'm not asking for them. What I'm trying to say is, I believe God is in this book. And I believe God will help you to understand Bible prophecy. Recommend you get the book. And finally, get signed up for a Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. New dates are July 29 to August 2. You can go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and tell you all about it. Essentially, it's designed to do things, two things. To get you ready to teach Bible prophecy in the time of trouble ahead and to walk in sevenfold miracles. To be able to lay hands on, see, blind, see, blame, walk. People get out of wheelchairs. You want to be a part of that? Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. 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 Dot com.